Oh! <laughs> right in the face! Oh! <laughs> fucking point blank. Triple treatment, baby! How does he not get disqualified? Triple treatment! Oh! He could go all <laughs> the way! It's the end of an era, motherfuckers. When will be the next time we see Kepra? Goodbye. Goodbye. About freaking time. Progress is made. Gun, 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 jikanzi. If you're into Dragon Ball Super, you should be listening to Dragon Ball Super Dope. Make sure you check us out on iTunes. Please rate and subscribe. Thank you. Oh, that wasn't a good scene. <laughs> it's like, you know when there's love in the title, you can just take the week off. Yeah, yeah, guys, I'm not coming up next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm like doing a solo know. episode next week. <laughs> yeah. You might as well review like a porn or something because this is a waste of time. Why the hell would we review a porn for a Dragon Ball podcast? I'm sure there's Dragon Ball. Anything's gonna be anything's gonna be better than that filler. Yeah. Well, a. I mean, a cool that it's 17 and 18. B, it's not cool that it's fucking Ribrian and Universe Two. I told y'all. I told y'all after Kefla was out. Second, I mean, that's so soon. Get now. ready for some goddamn filler. I, mean, I want to blow my brains some, out like an innocent Vietnamese. Yeah, all right, welcome in Dragon Ball Super Dope. Super Dope, Super Dope. Wait, isn't it kind of ironic that next week is 117? There's only 17 minutes, 17 minutes left, and it's gonna feature the character Android 17. Yo, it's a 17 extravaganza, motherfucker. Toriyama, you be blowing my fucking mind. I don't think Toriyama had anything to do with the episode release dates on this stuff. Still if he blowing. did, though, hey, thumbs up. Still blowing my mind. So, episode 116, before we get into what happened from a plot perspective, everybody, um, you know, Kefla is obviously a very polarizing figure in the Dragon Ball community right now. Everybody's obviously, you know, either loves her or thinks that she's just too powerful too quickly, and that's bullshit. And uh, whatever, whatever, whichever side of the fence that you fall on, today was going to be a big episode because it's almost been a certainty that she was going to be eliminated in this episode. So I just want to point out the animation for this episode with such a big build up to it, yeah. with such a character that has, you know, again, catches a lot of flack. The animation in this episode was fucking gorgeous this yeah, week. Music was and, awesome. And I gotta say, I, I think I'm gonna throw the other coin side out. I don't know if I was expecting the elimination of Kefla. Uh, certainly, oh, at least halfway through the episode, I was pretty pretty annoyed thinking, oh shit, this was one another filler episode, lots of talking, lots of bullshit, nothing happening. So I was very surprised to see progress being made at the end of the episode. Progress. Another monumental uh, character of sorts being kicked out. You know, we've had, despite some serious filler, we've had some pleasant surprises. I don't know, you know, man. I think the last few weeks have been like fucking primetime shit. Uh, 
those build-ups into... You're going to miss these episodes next week and the weeks mm-hmm. after, following that. Get ready for some real serious filler shit. No, I agree. I mean, I think the lead-up to Ultra Instinct returning and the, the fusion had moments. They were more like bumps rather than hills um, in, in the scheme of things. But, you know, I think that uh, certainly this was a good resolution episode where another definitive character was eliminated. You know, we've seen Hit eliminated. Bombing. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. I miss Hit. I miss Hit, too. I was very surprised at that. You know, um, certain characters we've expected maybe to get kicked out haven't yet. We all know that you're talking about Ribrian. <laughs> and, you know, Tien. You know, Tien was like, we expected that. Yeah. You know, but maybe Piccolo, Gohan have lasted for a while now. You know, that's a good point, too. They've lasted a while, but they haven't really done all that much. Yeah. They were centered yeah. around the arguably the worst episode of this arc with that sniper guy who's just shooting those weird laser beams all yeah. over. Like, that was the Piccolo and Gohan episode to this point. That Are was you shitting filler. me? That was a very terrible episode. And I mean, the only, the only real pivotal moment that Gohan's experienced so far was a punching bag for Frieza to get rid of Frost. Yeah, right? He was a fucking side story you to know? Frieza uh, double-crossing Frost, which we all fucking saw coming from the beginning, didn't we? I mean, even when Frieza and Frost meet up in the beginning of the tournament and they're like, yo, what's up? You an evil douche? Yeah, I'm an evil douche. You want to be a team of evil douches together? I knew from then, I was like, Frieza's not going to fuck around with this cat. You know, Frieza and Frost are going to take on Goku and Jiren. Get the fuck out of here. That's not going to happen. That's even before we saw what Jiren was capable of. So get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Frieza's got a real interesting attitude through this episode this week. Yeah, he kind of let his uh, cards out on the table for a little bit. bit. I mean, he's just talking to himself in the fucking cliffs, and he's like, that's right, son. But, I mean, is he pulling a kind of Vegeta where he's puffing out his chest and he's maybe not as strong as he is throwing down that he is? Oh, dude, Frieza totally knows that Goku could whoop his ass right now. That's what keeps Frieza in check. Yeah. Yeah. But if Frieza is going to get resurrected, he needs to win the tournament. He needs Universe 7 to win the tournament. How his best odds to win Universe to have Universe 7 win the tournament is to make sure that Goku is healthy, to make sure that Goku does it. Because he knows, he even said it a few episodes back. I don't want to be the one to fight that beast over there, meaning Jiren. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. So, Frieza's pretty transparent, I mean, at least to the audience, not so much to his teammates. He's keeping up a decent facade with the teammates. If it comes down, do you think he has the capability to fight Jiren? No, I don't think he does. And I think that Frieza knows that. And that's why he's saying, oh, shit, son, get stronger. Get even stronger. Yeah, keep going, son. You're working for me. You can do it. You can fucking do it. Knock this bitch out and then go get ready to get that gray-ass bitch jeering out. Gotta say, I got a little set up for some hope that I'm going to get let down with later in this series. Why? What do you mean? Vegeta's like, yo, if if Kakarot can do yeah. Ultra Instinct, I can do it. Yeah. And I can do it better before and, he does. And we're going to talk about Vegeta doing it, uh, potentially, Ultra Instinct in a couple of minutes. Um because I, I think it's a very real possibility. Time's up. It's been a couple of minutes. Let's talk about it. Oh, uh, no. What's, <laughs> what I did want to hit before... Uh, Don't we say get... the H word. The H word? What's the H word? Hit. Oh, no. He ain't, he ain't happening right oh, now. Oh, did I say what I did, I did want to hit upon? 
Oh, okay. Uh, I think it was pretty interesting the way Kefla, uh, you know, kept pace with UI today. At UI, look at me. Instead of saying Ultra Instinct, I'm at the point now in my life where I can say UI. UTI. No, it's not a UTI. <laughs> Fuck off, Brandon. <laughs> brought to you by Kellogg's. Brought to you the UTI. Kefla UTI brought to you by Kellogg's. I feel like I definitely got to cut that fucking joke. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. Especially if you have any female listeners. I don't want them to have to think about it burning when they pee. I don't want anybody to have to think about it That's burning when they pee. That's a lot of burning pee. at Super Saiyan 2. Dude. So it's I mean, if Goku was smoking from Ultra Instinct, imagine you know when she got whiz. Well, I'm glad you said smoking. Um, the heat part of... Of Goku, and they said it like three different times. Yeah. The power that comes off Goku in his Ultra Instinct form, there's like a lot of heat with it. Like you can yeah. feel like a temperature rise. Yeah. And I don't know what that's about. I mean, hopefully they'll get a little bit more uh, clarification on what kind of energy it is. Because I don't. I think we all know it's not like a a quote unquote transformation, yeah. like a Super Saiyan transformation. Yeah. I think it's more. I think it's more like a form, you know, like it's a, yeah. it's like a trance that he goes into almost. So I'm going to throw down some Godzilla stuff cause I can. And oh, it's the fucking, wild. the laser beams? No, here's something else. Is it possibility that he's going to overheat and melt down? So, okay. Yeah. Because I, then I don't remember cause I haven't watched it in a few weeks, but yeah. the first episodes where he goes ultra instinct and fights Jiren, they talk about the heat there too. Yeah, yeah. I so mean, maybe they are hitting at something I'm like just that thinking at a about certain it, point in the I'm fight with Jiren. Too much, but yeah. Even if he continues to master Ultra Instinct, because they touch on that part throughout the fight during this today. He gets so powerful he can overheat. Yeah. What if? And he they're like, like, "Shit! What are we gonna do?" He's like melting down. What if he, like, in the fight with Jiren, gets so buck wild, like he masters Ultra, you know, quote unquote, masters it, and. He's able to dodge. He's able to attack. He's super fast. And then he does, dude. He fucking overheats. Yeah. And then he, like, melts and shit. Yeah. And then Gohan's just like, oh, my God, my dad's a fucking puddle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And then they win. But Gohan's dad is still a puddle. (laughs) The end. The end. (laughs) And then don't use the Super Dragon Balls to resurrect him. Because the dude's a puddle. (laughs) He resurrects Piccolo instead. (laughs) Whoops. Resurrects his real dad. Um, the laser beams part of that shit, though, and this is where I think the animation thing kind of clicked in for me. Yeah. For whatever reason, whenever whenever Kefla uses energy blasts, key, it's like red with like some specks of like green and yellow in it almost, you know? And it's visually like very, you know, it's it's a big contrast to the energy that Goku uses, especially with that you know, that blue-ish aura to him when he's an Ultra Instinct. Yeah. So I think Kefla today gearing up with those, all of a sudden she's got these fucking laser beams expelling from her body. That's a Godzilla move right there too. Yeah. That's, that's a Shin, God- The new movie Shin Gojira, like that was a defense mechanism to protect himself. Was So Dragon Ball em- just lifted that? because He started yeah. emis- emitting these like radiation beams. From his back and from his tail and shit. Really? Yeah. yeah. See, because we'll Beers, have to watch the clip later. I'll show you. Beers even says like 
what is this a fight or flight response yeah and it's like all right wow this girl is so eternally fucking powerful yeah that now that she's cornered i think wiz says that she's cornered yeah beer says fight or flight laser beams are just fucking coming out of her yeah that was totally chopping up the fucking fighting arena that by the way was supposed to be fucking like impossible to break like even by gods of destruction standards and they're just ripping off pieces of this shit left and right all right goku literally put a, a diagonally down hole into the bottom of the fucking arena and blasted her out yeah but at yeah. the end of the episode it's always back in one piece yeah right they're just always like it's like the eternally regenerating fucking arena have they addressed that i don't think they have i don't think they've said anything about the arena being able to self-repair yeah. Be wild if it did. Hit the play button on that, homie. Here's the quick one. Huh, that's what she said. Oh, you know what she said? That's what I call a boogie bag. Shit! Like, what did, what did we see today? Cool. Right? This is Kefala all day. Just releasing some mad old crazy radiation lasers out her ass. Boom. Jeez. Why is this lizard so fucking mad? Because he's getting attacked by drones. Don't sympathize with the monster. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, no. Oh, shit. It's a deleted scene, dude. Great. Deleted scenes from a movie I've never seen. <laughs> this is a weird scene. I wouldn't watch it if I were you. I love that you know what deleted scene it is. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. Well, because I've, I've seen... I, as soon as Shin Gojira came out, you know, I... I picked it up and i've I, wanted to talk I've, to you I've about seen, this for a I've while seen it like three four times now yeah yeah i know that you're obsessed with godzilla like massively like yeah. i'm obsessed with dragon ball yep but how <laughs> not how i guess uh when i was really young i grew up in a japanese part of town in la nice picked it up and started digging it when you you went to school in L.A. too, right? Yeah. For like a couple of years, probably like kindergarten, first grade. Bingo. I liked the movies when I was a kid. Yeah. Like fucking Mothra and uh, Rodan. But yeah. like, like I've studied it like yeah, I was inside saying, and out. I yeah. was going to say like. What Dragon Ball is to you, Godzilla is to me. So how the hell did you start? Like you study them as films. Like that's why you would have to watch the deleted scenes of Godzilla, right? Yeah. Well, th this one. You know, so like this one, for example, is the newest one that Japan made is kind of a rebuttal to the American one. And Matthew Broderick American one no, or Brian Cranston American Brian one? one? Got it. And I think th this one, this one certainly hits kind of closest to the point of the original Godzilla concept. You know, when Godzilla was made, the first Godzilla was made in 54, it was never just a monster movie. It was so much more than that. It was really a a commentary on the climate, the the political world, both in Japan and abroad, and uh, kind of 
statement against nuclear proliferation. This one, the latest one, Shin Gojira, was really an echo or an alliteration to the um, Fukushima tragedy and the fallout from Fukushima. Like, Godzilla is encapsulated as the nuclear fallout, the earthquake, the tsunami, and the political bungling that resulted. So it's it's really interesting to watch that, you know. Godzilla is not just like a simple monster that, you know, oh, you know, we come up with a, a cool way to defeat it. It's like a force of nature. There isn't really a, a thought in Godzilla's brain. There's not really, you know, he's just like he's a force of, force of nature. nature. Like you're not going to stop a hurricane from hitting Rhode Island. Yeah, you're not going to stop Godzilla from fucking up Tokyo. Bango. So... so is there a Godzilla podcast? <laughs> I've Godzilla never looked. Cast. That'd be kind of cool. Yo, you should fucking do one. Hello. I'll fucking, I'll make it happen with you. All right. Kind of you would need me Godzilla to balance your fucking podcast. alliterative ass out, dude. That fucking, that explanation, while it was thorough and interesting, you need me to fucking throw some swear words and drink beers mm-hmm. in the background. All right. I'll watch the original Japanese one. Not the American version, but the original Japanese. Yeah, no, I'm into that, dude. Yeah. I'll watch all those fucking old ones. We'll do a discussion on each movie. I don't give a fuck, dude. We'll talk Give about your up. film shit. We'll talk about the silly-ass Godzilla Give shit. Up. Like, I've I've read, like, critical dissertations on it. Yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. You want to do a podcast on Supaidaman? <laughs> of who? Supaidaman. 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 Japanese spy. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Circa 76, baby. No. Dude, come on. You ever watch this shit? Don't try to commercial break me, you prick. All right, we are back here with... No, don't fucking commercial break me, baby. This is Supaidaman. Motherfucker's got a... Dragon Ball I'm going to end up doing this by myself, is what you guys are telling me. 116, take 17. Fuck you, Brandon. God damn it, I hate you so much. So here we are talking about the nuclear proliferation of Goku as he melts down. Yeah, good point. We were talking about Goku maybe overheating and turning into a puddle of shit. That would be the deleted scene right here, quite literally. If you watch the deleted scene, you will see a nuclear puddle of shit, I guarantee you. Gokushima? You gotta cut that. <laughs> Holy shit! It is shit. Goodness. What is going on here? Pile of Godzilla poop. When uh, when they first attack Godzilla, they they really do some damage on him. And what the fuck? They they blow parts of him off, and that's the resulting flesh that is regrowing. Holy shit! Wait, Godzilla's flesh regrows itself? Essentially, yeah. Turn into mini Godzilla. But right? in in this newest one, what you saw is it's not so much growing as it is. Uh, adapting. Adapting to the fucking building that it was wrapped around the iron of? Adapting, yeah. So in this this latest Godzilla movie, it's not just a simple monster shows up. It actually, it's kind of like Dragon Ball, where there's... Bringing it back around. There's um, first form, mm-hmm. second form, third form, and then I believe the final monster's fourth form. I'm going to leave it at that. Because... Well, you know what? I think we just gave the people a good preview of what's your what's your Godzilla podcast going to be called? Godzilla Superdope. Oh God! You'll think of it in a minute. Try to think of it before the end of the episode, but don't let it take you out of the conversation. 
Okay. Deal. So, Kefla's out. They break the Pataras, so she defuses. There goes my permanent fusion thing. I didn't realize if you broke the fucking Pataras that that happened. I, what, maybe I'm a dope. Thinking I'm, whatever. I'm a I fucking think, dope, dope. Not a good dope. Not a super dope, but bad on. dope. Thinking about that, I I think that was a little chinzy. Do you think they did it for assholes like me who were theorizing the fact that the clock could potentially run out and Universe Six could get erased while they're still a permanently not permanent no, because they no, because of no. the retcon, I, but because they're still fused. I think it was a little bit cheap as it was a potential uh, lead into a future spinoff slash arc where there's two of them maybe training together, training under someone. Like, we have not seen the prophecy of Patera come true yet. Well, I mean, no we one sort has of have. permanently fused. Yeah, the only two that were permanently fused were Kyle Shin and Kabito Kai. The, the, excuse me, and Kabito. They fused into be Kabito Kai. That's and then true. they defused because they used the Namekian Dragon Balls as a wish to defuse. That's true. So, I mean, we have seen a permanent quote-unquote fusion. All right, all right, I'll up the ante. We have seen... A real fusion, two real fusions that have occurred. Zamasu and, and Goku Black. No, the, that one, that fucking shit was permanent. Piccolo and Nail, mm. Piccolo and Kami. Different fusions though. It's not Patara fusion. Patara fusion is the only shit I'm talking about in terms of permanence. Zamas and and Blackbird. No, not Zamas. Yeah, because they were both Kai's, yo. Was it Zamas? Yeah. I don't know. That friggin' Kaoshin said the word Zamas so much, I, I tried to block that out of my mind. Yeah, so much that you dropped a U. A lot Zamas. of people do that, dude. Zamas. And I'm like, Zamasu? And they're like, yeah, Zamas. And I'm like, yo, Zamasu, though. But he like, like, he, like, fucking said it. Like, Zamasu! Like, he would be like, oh, shit's going on. Zamas. Zamasu! Zamasu! <sighs> I think this so. is borderline racist at this point, so maybe we should move on. How is racist i don't know man i don't know whenever like i'm fucking mimicking, like, mimicking a um accent from any culture at all even though watching as much dragon ball as i do it's obviously happened from time to time in my life we're still uh, not as racist as the fucking trade federation in episode one yeah that's true dude those guys oh, were mad racist now there are two of them yo seriously how in the fuck did lucas get back get away with that it was only back in 2000 2099 and then like what my favorite was even Jar Jar was racist as fuck, dude. The, 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 who is the Gungan king? Boss Nass? Yeah, Boss Nass. Yeah. That fat fuck? Misa thinks you're going to fight. Yeah. Like, like way to just fucking make Jamaican-like people and then, and then even look worse, like fucking subterranean beings. the fucking Watto? Uh, yeah, he was like a Russian. What do you think? Was he more Russian or Italian? Uh... Russian of the Russian slumlord Russian of the Abraham faith <laughs> I don't get the joke so yeah I don't want to say it either Hebrew <laughs> oh okay I got it oi 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 um, show me the munish show me the munish we have to like cut this entire episode okay <laughs> no that's fine <laughs> cut restart Dragon oh, Ball yeah. Super <laughs> episode 116 takes 600 <laughs> so we're back <laughs> Zama. Jesus Christ, guys. So, Goku is now out of Ultra Instinct. Now we get the speculation part of uh, of, of what we think is going to be coming up in the next few weeks. Um, we do? Obviously, the biggest thing was hinted at this week, and it's sort of been confirmed, Vegeta is going to try to 
achieve Ultra Instinct. Yes. How do you feel? Yes. Okay. Um, so ultimately, it's probably going to fail. And he's going to get attacked by that fucking cop guy. That that flash looking motherfucker. Three times the 300 times the speed. You know what I'm saying? That ass. Robocop. Yeah, who gives a shit about what his name is? He's another garbage throwaway character, but yeah. at least he's fun to rip on. Like, at least he's fun on screen. He's not annoying like Universe 2. That's the other thing. The only real thing that I'm looking forward to in the next few episodes is Vegeta attempting to go Ultra Instinct. Yeah, we're going to get some cool androids. Yes. We're going to get some cool android episodes. I think, personally, 17 is going to become a bigger part of this tournament coming forward. I think... In this episode today, there's actually a quick shot of what Goku and Kefla are fighting. Everybody gets like blown away from this huge, you know, sonic boom or whatever. And 17 grabs 18's arm and fucking, you know, grounds her almost to like prevent her from going out. And like, that's not to say that she was, you know, super close to going out of the ring or anything like that. But she's definitely the weaker of the two. Exactly. So I think 17, I could eventually play a much bigger role. Um, going forward in the tournament i think he's probably you know top four top five you know obviously goku vegeta frieza and then gohan 17 rounds out the top five there whichever order you want i think it's you know debatable either way so we're gonna see vegeta do that we'll see 17 some more but get ready for some filler guys because universe 2 i mean we're gonna see 17 cool but we're gonna see him fighting this ribrian and rosie motherfuckers so I don't think Brandon's going to be on the episode next week because I can only hear him tell the Rebrian condom jokes. Only if it's a Godzilla times. podcast. Yeah, that's fine. We can make a Godzilla podcast happen. You got all the movies, I presume. Godzilla cast. Uh, I have a handful of them. Handful? And I bet you whatever you don't have, we can find on the interwebs. Yeah. Yo, check it out, though. Motherfucker got the VHS and the DVD combo player hooked up. Started watching Salute Your Shorts on DVD last night. That's- I think that might be my next podcast project. We'll see. Oh, dear uh, God. Dude, fuck you, Brandon. At least it'll corner the market. It'll be the only... <laughs> you'll, I don't know. That show was a huge cult following. See that or friggin' Hey Dude. I got Hey Dude on DVD right oh here, Oh, my too. God. Look, look, look. Dude cast. Cut. Cast. Cut. Hey, That's a wrap. Hey, hey, dude, hey dude. That looks so bootleg, it's not even funny. It's because it's from a bootlegger, Brandon. It's outrageously bootleg. Good eyes. Outrageously fucking bootleg. It's just like, like printed Memorex DVD. Oh, yeah. I, I'm surprised like, they didn't even like get cut the E off. Be like, hey, dud. Hey, dud. <laughs> hey, dud. Like, that's more bootleg than a Star Wars holiday special. I have a Star Wars holiday special on VHS. Ah! I do. I'm going to find it and oh, I'll make you, you can do get it. a fucking bootleg copy of the Beatles. Let it be. Count me in. Is that something that's rare? Extremely. It's never been released on DVD. Like we have to wait till Paul McCartney probably kicks it before we finally release it. Challenge accepted. Greatest band right. movie uh-huh. ever. Challenge accepted. Let it be. Back to the speculation. Take seven hundred and sixty-three. Um, you're, you're fucking psyched. You're you're psyched for Vegeta. Yes, yes. What is it that I every week I go back to that fucking GT episode where he crushes his soda can? The dark horse is not out of it yet. Like, I want to see at least one crowning fucking moment of Vegeta in this tournament. By the way, yo. Actually, never mind. You're gonna do it again, aren't you? What? 
Gonna do some spoiler shit on me. Nope. Okay. Nope. I just want new pops. Not Ultra Instinct Vegeta pop. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Have little farts coming out of him. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Ultra Instinct looks like he's got bad gas. <laughs> it's like uh, the smell lines from a pig pen. Yeah. <laughs> and there's like little digital things going around him. I'm like, what is he? Like fucking Betamax? <laughs> you know? No, like, just, you gotta throw Vegeta a bone here. What's the point of him being in the tournament if there's, n like, no critical moment? I mean, I'm already resolved that he's not going to be the crown. He's not going to be the king. Like, if he is, holy shit, never saw it coming. Amazing. But, come on. Good Goku's been the king for 30 years. Nobody's going to throw him off the throne. When they tried with Gohan, ah, didn't work. Yeah, you know why? No, I don't. Why? Because <laughs> the like people me. like what they like don't try to tell me what to like yeah but the people like vegeta and toriyama says no well whatever man toriyama is uh you know to toriyama's word is, is gospel so but whatever. whatever give the people what they want once vegeta movie just a vegeta special. i'm telling you man just i think vegeta's vegeta gonna get some love oh, in a fucking oh, planet sadala arc oh i hope so whether it be an arc or a movie or whatever I think a Planet Sadala adventure is going to be Vegeta's real time to shine. And that's only fitting, no? Yeah. Like, Reclaimed I was thinking a little bit about, and we'll talk about Hiromi Sudu in a minute, but I was thinking a little bit about Vegeta's state of mind in, in terms of entering this tournament. This dude's daughter was born like two hours ago. This dude literally just had the angel attendant of his universe magically slash forcibly deliver his child right there in front of him. He just wants to get back to Earth and be with his fucking wife and baby, dude. But him being the Saiyan, the prince of all Saiyans, in fact, he's still mad focused on the fight. I think yeah. he'll be able to achieve something. I think he'll be able to do something. I think he'll have some kind of real good moment in this tournament, but I don't think he's poised. I don't think he's been poised from the start of this tournament, even though he went to the time chamber and, you know, trained for whatever the equivalent of like two or three months. I don't think he's been poised from the start to be able to potentially be a winner, you know, in the, uh, you know, no, he'll be on the winning team, obviously, it's, but it's just not going to happen. But if we can at least. Get him something of merit. You know, maybe he comes in with a big Goku save. You know, he, like, distracts Jiren while Goku's recovering. Like, you know, Boo Saga. I just want to see him worth something. You know? The limited time that we've seen him in this episode... Death. It's mostly just been him reacting. Yeah, it sucks. I'm curious what like, happened to Toppo. And for like a hot minute, no, he was right there. Yeah, no, he he like, why did him and Toppo break off their fight? You know, probably to watch the big game. I guess they're I watching mean, fucking Monday Night Football over here, right? Too, they're like, this is but the like, premier match. You know, for a hot minute, people thought, oh, maybe Gohan's gonna prove himself. If he is gonna prove himself, they need to start arcing him in, arcing him in now, I don't because know, they've spent so much time. And he's been nothing but a fucking punching bag and a waste of time. There's no way I think he's going to play 
a major role. Maybe for a hot second, but not a major role. We still have another four months of this tournament, so that oh equates out God, to another 16-ish episodes. Kill say. me. That'll take us up to around episode 130, Jesus. 132, I'll somewhere be... in there. In the final battle of Goku versus Ribrian. Ah! <laughs> out. Cut. <But> that's a wrap. <laughs> Go- Gohan could... Where's those chips? There's no chips this week. God damn it! Where's I made sure not to buy chips this week. People. I can't believe they killed Boo People, Boo. send your contributions. We cannot create a high-quality podcast... High quality. ...without delicious... Vegetarian friendly Ramen. potato chips. Yeah, that's another thing. You're a fucking vegetarian. Yeah. That's Mason weird. Mason you can still eat potato Chow chips Man. that are vegetarian friendly. Yeah, I know. Every time I go out to a restaurant with you, all you fucking get is french fries. Uh, Marukin yakisoba is also Yeah, good. yakisoba is cool. <laughs> what the fuck People, is that? send us delicious food and we will give you comedic glory. Especially guys, ramen. don't send any, us anything. Any delicious ramen. No, no, it's fine, guys. I'll just go to the grocery store and buy ramen. We are at... Yeah, Ramen is Pennsylvania Ramen. Avenue, Washington, D.C. Are you trying to tell the people to send ramen to the president? Yes. <laughs> and vegetarian snacks? But for those who want to send us good stuff, we will secretly DM, PM, IM, whatever you got mail, our address. Yeah. We're hungry. Well, uh, uh, what is it? DVSuperdope at gmail.com. So. That's not an address, man. Email some you cannot ramen. send chips to an email. <laughs> chips. They would get very messy. Crumb. Mark Zuckerberg will have to fix that. Yo, you're in <laughs> fucking rare form today, huh? Moo. He's just hungry. All right, dude. Uh, we'll wrap soon. Uh, we do have a couple of... Yo, my name is B. I watch DB. Super dope. That was yep. my rap. Did nothing in there rhymed. <laughs> yeah, it did. B and B rhyme. I, yeah. My name is B. I watch DB. Super dope. That you was can't a rhyme. rhyme. You can't rhyme. <sighs> Don't tell like, me what to do, it was Kyle. Also a haiku. You cannot tell me what to do and not present me with chips. <laughs> Out. I got some trail mix. You want some Stop fucking trail mix? No, I'm okay. All right, let's continue. Uh, What's next? I ate all the chili Fritos. Yeah. And Um, you ate the hot and spicy fucking Cheez-Its. I brought those home. (laughs) Yeah, I'm eating those at home. They're really fucking good. Those are pretty good. Those are so good! Um... Curious to see what the Namekians have in order to keep Universe 6 in the tournament. Anybody... I mean, you mentioned the Namekian fusions earlier, B. Rondon. Yeah. Um, you think we could see a Namekian fusion? I think it kind of no. goes against their self-interest to go from two warriors to one. So. Well, I, I also think that that would be... Uh, they need to think of something else creative. Yeah, I think that's the whole reason they destroyed the Patara E-rings, so that yeah. they couldn't have the other two fused or something. No, well, they dude, could, they Namekian could fuse, fusions yeah. can do... It's completely they can just like, slap oh, okay. each other on the ass and they'll fuse. Really? Yeah. And then one will likely take over the body of the other. Of the other. Where so, the like, mo- in this case, the thin one would probably be absorbed Dwarf by the, into this. By yeah. the slord, uh, slord. I think Lord Slug-looking motherfucker. I think because that's already happened, it's already been used, move on. Mm. I'm Now that you bring it up, I'm interested to see what role they will play. Because they are the only two left from Universe 6 who is technically outside of universe seven considered the most important universe so 
I've referenced it lately. I think you were there. Universe 6, Universe 7 Alliance, maybe. Um, I think it's kind of not there with just these Namekians because the Namekians don't have a relationship built with anybody within Universe 7. So I think that yeah. whole thing might be out the window. It's out the window. Um, and then I think it was more solidified this week when they actually look up to the stands and say, Lord Champa, we'll do our best to eliminate the fighters of Universe 7, not win the tournament, not represent Universe 6 and make sure that we survive to the end. He said specifically that they're going to attack the fighters of Universe 7. So you'd think they're probably going to have to go back at Gohan and Piccolo. I think Goku's going to be a little benched for the next yeah. week or two. Oh, he's done. I think the androids are going to rush in and, and save him as, as given in the preview. It, we'll see what happens. I, I think Universe 6 is on its way out, and I think there's an episode title that leaked that confirms a universe is going to be erased. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you talk that, let me go potty. I don't want to hear the spoilers. Don't. Don't. You guys keep talking about the spoilers. All right, yeah, just go. Brandon. I'm pure. Clean. Brandon, at a certain point, you're going to have to just fucking live with the. This is how they market the show. No! Just, you're going to have to. I don't make the rules, baby. I just play with them. I'm winning in the chips. I'll have to be a pee eater. Crashing over here. I don't know what it is, man. I think kids just make me tired. Yeah, you went to a birthday party like, today? Just being around children is exhausting. <laughs> yeah, little kids stress me out. Oh, you even, came back. Even Zeno Sama will be blown away. Yep, you got it, baby. All right. Was that a gratifying pee? I don't know. Do you guys get your spoilers out of here? No, nah, dude. We didn't even talk God about them. I don't want to hear this shit. A universe is going to get a race soon. Go fucking figure, given that it's the tournament of power. Yeah. Hopefully it's Ribrianne. I hope so. Maybe universe it is. Universe 2, out. But I think it's way more likely. And that's the thing. Is it going to be Universe 6 to get a race next or Universe 2? I got to think it's 6. They've only got two people left. I gotta say that'll be a uh, that'll be a big shock, I think, to uh, Beerus if Champa, his twin, gets eliminated. That'll be a big, I like, you know, quiet, scary yes. moment. It'll be great to see that scene. Beerus have to see his brother get erased because they fucking hate each other openly very often, but faced with permanent erasure. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy to think that Universe 6 is considered one of the uh, worst contenders right now. Yeah, especially considering those Universe 6 contenders, our fighters from Universe 6, have given our own fighters in Universe 7 such a tough the time. The hardest time, yeah. It's a sensitive subject, man. At least Hit and Frost, yeah. Well, buckle yourselves in, guys. I think we have to get ready for some fucking filler. The best parts that we're about to see is Vegeta attempting and probably failing at Ultra Instinct. I don't think he's going to get it this tournament. I think he'll get it eventually, but I don't think he's going to get it before the tournament of power is over. 
Stay true think, to you know most Vegeta um, improvements and most Vegeta uh, plateaus that he reaches. It always happens well after Goku or a decent amount of time after. Let Goku. me ask you this then too. Do you think that if it comes down to it, you know the Namekians are still fighting Piccolo and Gohan. Gohan has the the balls to kick them out. I mean, we already saw what happened when he, like, grabbed a pendant of someone's, like, love. Yeah. And, you know, that person got eliminated. Yeah. He was like, fuck, this is a big deal. I think, like, you think, you really think Gohan would falter to kick out the Namekians? I don't know, man. He may get a slice of humanity and get caught off guard and taken out. That's what I'm thinking. What if Piccolo absorbs the Namekians? Can that be legal? Can that happen? That's cool. I don't know. I just thought about it. It'll just, I think it'll suck because it'll, you know, Piccolo's still not going to win. <laughs> he won't. He'll get a ginormous power up. Those are the two strongest Namekians in Universe 6. But for what, though? Uh, basically, so that way he'll be more powerful. Universe but I mean, six, against who? I, I don't know. I mean, against fucking anybody. So long as Piccolo gets some shine, like, man. Piccolo you know, hasn't had much, much shine. Vegeta's going to take out Toppo. Somebody's got to take out Dispo. Like, it's probably going to be Frieza. You know, Frieza already is overpowering him. You know, probably Ribrian and, and them are all going to get taken out by 17 and 18. 17, man. 17, man. Like, 17. who else do we have to worry about that has been developed in this arc besides... Yeah, Kefla's gone, so... I mean, if you think about it, things are kind of weird here because we don't see the Titans, really. All of the Titans. Jiren's unquote, awake, man. But besides Jiren, Dispo, and Tapo, the Titans that we're thinking of are all stacked in seven. Goku, Vegeta, Frieza, 17, Piccolo, Gohan. 18. Yeah, I was going to say, did you really include Piccolo? But you, know what, but you know what I'm saying, though? They're considered Titans to us because they're already like... It kind of just furthers the narrative, too, that everybody should be ganging up on Universe 7, so... Yeah, and we're probably going to see some filler episodes where they try. Maybe yep. someone's going to get kicked off. Yep. You know, he, it's going to be a domino effect. Maybe Gohan sees Piccolo get knocked off. He goes, in in Kyle's words, Buck Wild. Are you fucking making fun of me for saying Buck Wild? Yes. Well, fuck you. You, it's it's a weird like show about like Mississippi honkies on MTV. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, you never watched Buckwild. Oh, oh, yo, I do remember that shitty show, and I remember being pissed about it because I was saying Buckwild long fucking before that show was ever goddamn probably fucking conceived. Whoops. Yeah, what the fuck? You did this. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, Piccolo knocked off. Gohan, BW. Buckwild. BW. BW. Then something happens. Maybe Gohan knocked off Goku UI BW. And he wins. I don't know. UI BW? Yeah. Ultra Instinct Buck Wild. <laughs> oh, got it. I forgot what BW Ultra stood Buck for. Ultra Instinct for Wild. All right. So we'll see what happens know. That, going that's, forward. That's it's, the domino theory right there. Yeah. Whatever the fucking theory is, whatever the order is of these people getting knocked off. Again, this, this arc is going to last until March. I know. Even I'm getting a little fatigued, man. Like. And I'm fucking into this shit. That's why I was so happy that this episode actually meant something. And I'm not saying that the last few episodes meant something because it was the build up 
of Kefla, which was cool. All right. I'm telling you, it man. It was the buildup of UI again. We just saw a little mini preview of a Universe 6 Dragon Ball series. But, like, I don't know. That's what bothers me is, like, it's great that you're pushing Agenda, but at the same time, like, get on with it. I mean, this, this concept... Yeah, get on with it! This concept has been cool, and we've enjoyed it for so long. Some great, great twists and turns, but it's getting a little bit, you know, drawn out. Yeah. You know? Hey, man, they're getting, uh, they're getting but, um, bang you know, for their buck. I, I think at the same time, it's, it's difficult... For someone like me who experienced the Boo Saga all at once. Yep. You, you could know, just binge it all. Or I just binged and, it yeah. and I could get to it. You know, I don't think I realized how long the Boo Saga took. Yeah. Until, Continually you know, a new episode I'm week after week for the probably the... Saga. I bet you the Boo Saga ran for two years. Yeah. And I think overall, too, if, if you think about in certain ways, the, up all the sagas that have occurred in Super so far have been relatively... Fairly, for, fairly so short. So far, the, the last... They're following more of the model that they tried to establish with Dragon Ball Kai. Yeah. Like a yeah, more yeah, streamlined yeah. model because to the Americans to the can't arcs. handle patience. But this is... Like, the longest... While you're getting a ton of different interaction, um, this is almost like an old Dragon Ball Z arc in that, wow, five minutes has passed, and, you know, Frieza says five minutes, till Namek blows up, and yeah, 20 yeah, episodes yeah. later. 20 episodes same later. thing here. It's like, yeah. all right, we've got 17 minutes left in this yeah. episode, and we know it's going to take, like, the next 30 episodes. Like, well, I, maybe I mean, not 30. You know, the longest saga we've had so far was probably the Black Arc, but there was at least cool build-ups. And there was, like, you know, little uh, mini arcs within there. Like, we fight them for the first time. Yeah. We have yeah, a little... exactly. You know, we go back to the back to the present. We go back to the future. We go back and we train. And, like, that arc was broken unless, up pretty like, well. The, you don't have the ability to break up this arc like that. Unless they drop a bomb on us, we already know that it's going to be Goku versus Jiren. Like, yes. I'm talking, they're going to have... To do a what do you serious, mean by a bomb though? Do you mean like, like the the angels being evil and all that shit? No, like people I mean, started like, theorizing way back at the beginning of this. Like I mean, like it's not gonna be Goku versus Jiren. Like it's gonna be maybe someone else versus Jiren, like a Frieza or a or Vegeta. Vegeta. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. When it's bomb, other than that, like that won't happen. Everything, yeah, everything saying it's gonna be round two, Goku versus Jiren. Yeah. It, which, by the way, I think the reason I, I asked about what you mean by a bomb was everybody theorized this whole angels are evil thing. At a certain point, people will realize what's going on. They'll rebel. They'll fight against the angels and blah, blah, blah. I think... I can't see Whis being evil, Exactly. Though. especially and, and he's the best example of it. Like, Whis he's seems the one to guy. be like getting stoked about this. Oh, dude, he's so excited to see Goku get exponentially yeah, stronger. His and training he's like for busting beers his chops in those stands off. and stuff. It's, and it's I, great. And I don't think... I think that that theory is moot because I don't think Whis would have even offered to train Goku and Vegeta if he knew that they'd potentially be a challenge one day. Yeah. No, I don't think that he views them as challenges you know? to begin with. I don't yeah. think he views them as challenges anytime in the immediate future. I think the idea of an evil angels arc, I don't think that's as cool as it would be to see. And I think, you know, a lot of people kind of came out with that, you know, theory, you know, whatever. It would be awesome to see, but I just I don't think it's gonna happen, unfortunately. Uh, but whatever. One sixteen. Uh, we got that to look forward to next week. We do have one seventeen. Oh shit! Yeah, one seventeen. We got one seventeen to look forward to next week, featuring episode or featuring Android seventeen on the seventeenth year. Is next week the seventeenth? No. Seventeen minutes left. Seventeen, 17 minutes on seventeen. Left. Who the fuck knows, dude. I can't <laughs> keep this shit straight anymore. 
Too many goddamn numbers. Couple of more things we got to hit on. It's been a rough week for the Dragon Ball community. Um, first, earlier in the week, came out that Chris Ayers, the American voice actor of Frieza, um, was seeking uh, fundraising help in Uh-oh. order to afford a double lung transplant. Jesus. Yeah, double lung. Imagine being a fucking voiceover actor and you need a double lung transplant. You know, not only like is your life at risk, but your career's at risk, even if you do manage to live, like whatever. They were able to achieve the goal that he had of $25,000. I think they, last I checked, it was like uh, just over $28,000. So here's to his health getting better, man. Yeah. um, You know, so that's excellent news for them. Um, Hopefully everything goes good and you're able to get that surgery. Um, As a a child, I thought that Freeze was like. A girl? Asexual, yeah. I couldn't tell. Oh, if, yeah, yeah, Couldn't tell if it was a he or she. Yeah, I think that's kind of how the character might be written, like on purpose. Little, yeah. Freeza, 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 freeza. And then, in much sadder news, this Major is... morning. This this has been kind of been fucking with me, man. Like Not like um in a joking way, not in a... It sucks. Wet. Like this, this it kind of bugs me, man. It's the end of an era. Yeah. Error. It's the end of an era. Yeah. Um, Haromi Sudu, the Japanese voice actress for Bulma, passed away. Uh, I think it was Thursday night. Yeah. She was found in her car. There's been a lot of misinformation about the actual circumstances due to some rough translations when the news first broke. Oof. Some people thought that she died in her car, meaning she got into a car accident and died. Yeah. Um, that wasn't the case. It seemed like uh, there was some speculation that it wasn't a heart attack. Oh. Um, but it actually was not a heart attack. It was something called aortic dissection, um, which uh, basically a large blood vessel of the heart uh, tore and uh, her heart gave. Jesus, that sounds... Jesus. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's super uncommon. Um, when it does happen, it typically happens to males, like in their sixties or seventies. Like from like too much. She yeah. was only fifty six years old, so you know, thinking of a male in their seventies versus a, a woman in her mid fifties, um, you know, makes it that much more tragic. Uh, and then you attach the fact that she's been Bulma uh, for thirty one years. It um, it it sucks. It hits home. She she also did the, the voiceover, uh, for uh, Ukyo Kuonji uh, from Ranma One Half, and like I don't really give that many shits about any animes. Dragon Ball being the exception, obviously, but uh, Ranma is the other anime that my heart belongs to. Um, and if I was Ranma and I had five uh fucking brides or whatever or five fiancés. Ukyo would have hands down been the one I picked. Ukyo Kuonji cooking up some okonomiyaki. Oh, that was intense. Yeah. Bit. Well, my point is, I love both of the characters of Bul- like Bulma is one of my favorite Dragon Ball characters, just because I love the original series so so much. And if you think about it, her arc as a character. Uh, I mean, I say her arc as a character, but like I don't mean it like that because uh, people have been asking like. Is she gonna get re- is she gonna be written off the show or is she gonna get recast? Obviously, the answer is she's gonna get recast. 
Yeah. Just I, like if Mazako were to pass away, God fucking forbid, oh, I, that one I'll be really fucked up about. But if she were to pass away tomorrow, are they going to write Goku off of the show? No. They're going to get the yeah. best Mazako imitator ever. So I, I think at least... Boba's not going anywhere is my point. For those two characters especially, you know, there's been 30 years of voice acting to mimic and learn from. Yes. So it, and, and because we don't see them visually, you know, this ain't like Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Well, they do say you that. Know, it's like the... where Aunt Viv looks drastically different. This <laughs> season. You You're know? right. That's a good point. Um, there, there is discussion or at least like the speculation that maybe they'll approach uh, the actor who currently does. And I don't, I'm terrible with names. So, yeah. Uh, who currently does Videl's voice in Japan? Yeah, because she sounds very similar to Bulma, yeah. uh, to Hiromi Sudo. Um, it sucks, man. I, uh, the last episodes that she's in is at the beginning of this arc, and you know, basically the last lines that she delivers is "Everyone, good luck." You know, we're all counting on you. We're not going to hear her that in another me. episode of Super. That hits me in the feels. I know. Especially like the shots too. It's it's so it's so eerie almost to know that those are the last words that Bulma spoke on the on the um, on the episodes. And uh, obviously, take- you know, we're all mourning as a, a fandom. We're all mourning as fans of of Bulma and and as of Dragon Ball, and we're all fucking collectively bummed and sad, and we don't want this change to happen, especially given the tragic circumstances. At the same time, though, she was a person. And she has a family, and let's, uh, uh, let's yeah, keep that in your silence, thoughts, you know. Then. Yeah, we'll do Blue Velvet to end it, though. I don't, I don't know where that came from. I put it on there. What? You don't know Blue Velvet, dude? Yes, man. Dude, you know, a lot of people talk shit on Dragon Ball GT. Dragon Ball GT, I think, of all of the series, has the absolute best music. Granted, it's only 64 episodes long. Pretty limited fucking sample size. Maybe I'm just really nostalgic. But it's a perfect segue, and I'll tell you why. Do you know what today is the 20th anniversary of Brandon? The premiere of Dragon Ball GT? No, motherfucker. It's the cancellation date. (laughs) 20 years ago today. So what ran only from 95 to 97? The final episode of Dragon Ball GT. Have you watched the final episode of Dragon Ball GT? I think so. There's like a really old Krillin. Oh, and like yeah. An average aged Goku. And he's like, yeah. He's not average. Cool. He's a child. Weird. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let me tell you. Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Goku's fucking Benjamin Button over got, here. Do you guys, have you, either of you watched GT? I'm like, oh. You fucking quote GT every once in a while, you weirdo. 
Yeah. All right. Basically, and this is, I, I realize most of the people listening to this podcast are just shaking their head in shame right now. <laughs> and I don't need to explain it for them, but I definitely have to explain it for you two fucking jamokes. Oh, boy. All right. So give me a minute. The premise of Dragon Ball GT, right? Yeah. Dragon Ball Z ends. Yeah. The manga ends. Yeah. Toriyama decides, yo, kind of wanted this thing to end after Cell. I did this boo arc. I need a break, man. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So several months later, the anime catches up and they decide, all right, it's ending. We obviously do not want the Dragon Ball to anime to end. This is a fucking goldmine for us in terms of everything. Yeah, ride the gravy train. For real. So they went to Toriyama and said, hey, you know, we want to do this anime only version of Dragon Ball, you know, a continuation of Z. And that's how it was originally written was a continuation of Z. I know that everybody now says, oh, this shit's not canon. And yeah, it's not canon. But Toriyama was approached with this idea and said, oh, it's a continuation of Z. Thumbs up, motherfuckers. He originally actually pitched it to be set in the 10-year time frame between the end of the boot arc and that last piece of Z where yeah, he when meets Oob at the tournament. When Oob comes in. Yeah. They originally pitched it to be in that 10-year time frame, and they were like, nah, cool. this is what we're going to do. Obviously, they want to try to you know reinvigorate a fan base, get some younger kids involved. Well, how do you do that? You turn Goku into a kid, and they basically tried to reuse the formula of how Dragon Ball was set up. A, a little kid and a girl, girl in this case being Pon, Pon, Pan instead of Bulma, and then a third fighter slash bigger person, adult, Yamcha, uh, Trunks. So that was the premise, and, and I don't think that they th realized how badly thought out. I mean, the, the three-character pairing there in GT is not bad. I love those three characters. They, they've got good and bad. But like within the scenarios where they have to run around the universe and, and grab all the Black Star Dragon Balls, and they're trying to, you know, reinvigorate that whole urgency to gather the Dragon Balls, it, it was kind of lame, dude. Mainly because I want to see Vegeta, I want to see Gohan, I want to see Goten, I want to see Trunks. Yeah. And by the time they kind of figured that out, I think they kind of decided maybe this series isn't made for the long haul. And so they made him an adult again. Well, they didn't make him an adult again. I mean. The but like the, the first 20, 22 episodes, I think, is complete fucking guard. I mean, it's not. There are cool parts, whatever. There's cool fights throughout Dragon Ball. There's a lot of good Dragon Ball. There's a lot of bad Dragon Ball. Yeah. I've watched all of the Dragon Ball because I love Dragon Ball. But mainly, I want to see all the cool fights and shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So the first twenty two episodes of GT, while they can be borderline fucking unbearable at times do have some cool moments, but it really doesn't start to hit its stride until the story goes back to Earth and Baby is there and he's taken over and enslaving all yeah. of these Saiyans and you're not sure which Saiyans you can trust. So you get some awesome moments, dude. You get Gohan versus Goten. You yeah. get Gohan who kills Piccolo. Ooh. Sends him to heaven. Piccolo fucking died at Gohan's hand. How in the fuck isn't that more commonly talked about? That shit's dark. GT is a highly underrated series. I thought we were watching Hey At Dude. Times. <laughs> At times. Is a dude cast the Hey Dude podcast where we talk about Hey Dude and all? I'm sorry, I just later. got all worked up. Okay, you, you did. Jeez. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta take a timeout. I know. All right, hold on. Twenty. <sighs> Uh -huh. 
So the last episode of GT, episode 64, this is the song. He goes and he says goodbye to everybody. He goes and says goodbye to Krillin. He goes and says goodbye. Vegeta approaches him. Vegeta's like the only one who kind of knows. Like, yeah. where are you going? You're going to train, aren't you? Uh. And he's like, shh. Because I'm dead, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm a ghost. And whatever. Maybe he's not dead. Maybe he's not a ghost. Maybe he goes back. You know, because he comes sense. back to Earth a, Earth a hundred years later for the tournament or whatever. So, I think, all in all, GT is an interesting, f- not a footnote, I mean, it's an interesting segment of the Dragon Ball world, culture, fandom. Gets a lot of hate. If you like Dragon Ball, though, just fucking watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, just for the music. Yeah, there are parts of Super that fucking blow. I still need to watch it. Maybe I'll ask Santa for it for Christmas. Parts of Super that are fucking borderline terrible. I, but I, I, I love Dragon admit, Ball as a whole. 20 years ago, Super we lost fans. GT, and we went into a long stretch of time where we no longer had any new Dragon Ball coming out. Right. And I just don't understand how... Something got so much hate that it only lasted 64 episodes. We're already almost at twice that amount of episodes with Super. And it feels like Super premiered just like last week. I mean, I realize it was, you know, two and a half years ago almost at this point. But I appreciate what you have, people. Don't be a bitchy little nerd who wants to pick uh, Nick Pitt uh, uh, series. Nick Pitt? Nick Pitt? Dick pick? Nitpick? Whoa. Don't dick pick it. Did I say nitpick? Please send nitpick all your is what dick I wanted. To Don't be a whiny little bitchy nerd that nitpicks a series and eventually makes it, you know, gets it canceled. GT had some really redeeming moments. Go back, go back, go back and watch the last episode of 64. What's interesting for 64 for me was I originally got it on VHS bootleg subs and uh, I got it as a Christmas present, right? All yeah. 64 episodes. On VHS, I think I was like 10, maybe. So like 98, 99. Yeah, like, yeah, it's probably like 9 or 10. 98, 99. And my dad got them for me for Christmas. And almost all of the episodes were subbed, except for episodes 60 through 64. <laughs> so I watched I. through those fucking things countless times, trying to figure out, because like, even then, you know, like, I, I, I probably didn't have the fucking frame of mind to go check out the internet in 98 to try to get an episode synopsis. Eventually, I did. You know, way to go 10-year-old Kyle or 11-year-old Kyle. Um, but I watched those things so many times trying to figure out how it ends. With Don Don Kokoro coming in at the end of it, and then you see the credits scroll across the screen of every... I think it was every voice actor who's ever been on any of the Dragon Ball series. I still got the bootleg, dude. I'm going to go fucking find it now that I got the VCR hooked up for real. It's, and then you have that little badge at the end and it says the end, you know, and I love that song so much. GT had some fucking amazing music. Not only the themes and outros, but like the orchestral, uh, or- orchestral shit, you know what I'm saying? Um, Beautifully underrated series, but I wanted to make sure we hit on that because I feel like 20 years is a big fucking number, dude. It's an important anniversary. That's pretty cool. I didn't know about that. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So 116, that's a wrap. Now you can do the rap shit. All right. Uh, 117 next week. Um, 
I don't know who we'll have in. I think it's going to be a filler episode. It might be just me. I don't know. We'll see. You and Ribby. Yeah, me and Rib for her project. Oh, shit, dude. I made the joke. (laughs) Oh, God. I made the Brandon joke. (laughs) Word. Boogie back.